Hi, Alex. Um, good, good evening. Good evening and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 10-26-2015. Hi, Alex. So what has been, what's, what's going on? Well, um, <laughs> man, um, things are about to get weird. Uh, anyway, we'll get yeah. to that, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna offer. I, I know. A I'm bunch not of specifics because I don't really know them. But um, right off the top, uh, I will say um, just a couple of things. Or was it uh, whatever? Um, we put out. I, I had to go back and see that I didn't talk about this last week, but um, okay. We sort of updated the call to action for Pennsylvania last week. Um, even though I, I think that there was a, some, a little bit of success, um, earlier on, I guess back in the summer, uh, or maybe it was spring. I don't know. Everything's blending together at this point. Um, but there was that 40% wholesale tax that was proposed for vapor products and I believe smokeless tobacco. Um, that was sort of, that was taken out of the budget during the normal, at least that round of budget talks. Um, but there is sort of uh, not really rumor. It's it's a little bit more substantial than rumor, but um, the 40% wholesale tax is still very much on the lips of the governor and lawmakers in Pennsylvania. So um, we have updated our call to action for Pennsylvania uh, and even if you participated last time and you live in Pennsylvania, please go ahead and uh, send another email to your lawmakers. Um, so that's that's up and active right now. It's Tom um, asking for funds. Yeah, Tom Wolf wants to uh, pay for schools. I think is it, that's up the deal. You know what, he, th Alex? Uh, okay, I'm not going to <laughs> update, so I'm not going to cut. <laughs> Here's the thing. I would first like the state of Pennsylvania to show me where all of this money from the lottery that was supposed to go towards education and the elderly, I would like that accounted for first. Before he before he latches another BS tax onto things under the guise of this is for education when it's really not because the state of Pennsylvania went and they gambled the teachers retirement incomes basically in the stock market and they lost it all and now all the school districts are having to pay that up and you know how they're making it up well they're raising property taxes mm -hmm. I have yet to see in any of these school budgets where anybody has published um, the wonderful funds that they have gotten out of the lottery so they're, they're proposing these taxes under fabrications and none of it's going where they say it's going to go so I just don't get more tax yeah if I remember correctly the, the joke in Pennsylvania was um, how many roads that the state has to maintain <laughs> I, I remember a quote from somebody saying I don't think Pennsylvania has ever seen a road that it doesn't like um, <laughs> And, and it really, I, I don't know what the actual statistics are, but there are, there are, I, I think Pennsylvania may be the original kind of road to nowhere state that there actually is literally marked on a map road to nowhere. Um, 
and I, I lived in Lancaster for several years. So I, I actually, I watched my property taxes go through the roof as well, um, which made it a little bit more difficult to sell my house. So thanks for that. Um, that's not necessarily Tom Wolf's fault, but- uh, and, and most yeah. of the roads here are horrific. Yeah, they are. It's, it's a stark contrast when you come from any other state into Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> so yeah, good, good times. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'll be quiet. That's, that's, that's okay. okay. It's, it's hard to justify taxes in any case. Yeah. Um, especially on, you know, these products, I, you know, but I, I think, uh, people may not know this and it may be one of those things that's sort of quietly talked about around the, the, the vaping campfire, but, um, Pennsylvania does not have a tax, uh, a state tax on smokeless tobacco from what I understand. Uh, and uh, I think that that's fairly credited a lot to the efforts of Bill Godshaw. Bill Godshaw. Um, yeah. and, and I think he, he was probably somewhat in influential again this year in keeping this tax off of vapor products and smokeless tobacco. So, um, you know, credit where credit is due. Yeah, I've got to say, I mean, somebody who turns up time and time and again um and and speaks to them while dressed in a suit while they might not always be dressed in a suit and does it every single time is is he's pretty persuasive with what he does i i have to give him credit for that yeah, he's, really he's he's nothing if not consistent and, and and knowledgeable about what what's going on and and uh very assertive <laughs> it's uh it's it's nice to see bill get yes. out there and fight um, so anyway, uh, yeah, Pennsylvania residents, uh, please take advantage of our call to action and uh, send your lawmakers a message. Um, and then there's sort of a whole slew of local stuff. Uh, a lot of this I, I'm not even going to get to as far as issuing calls to actions. Um, some of these are, are sort of past. A lot of this has already happened. Um, but I, I, you have this list that, that you handed off. Uh, that we were going to possibly talk about here. Yeah. Um, I did find out where Ingham County, I, that's Michigan. Okay. Um, and that was one of these. They had already had a public hearing. Um, but, oh, yeah, a lot of this stuff is... I, sorry, I, I came home from work and I, I tried to, to get ready for tonight and I decided to take a nap instead, so... Okay. Um, <laughs> that's why uh, I did. That's why I put together a list. Yeah, days. yeah. No, that was good. Um, <laughs> I did see, uh, I did just get an alert today for Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, and this is a, this is a topic that we haven't addressed a whole lot. I know that there have been a few municipalities we've issued calls to action for these um, licensing type uh, ordinances, and I think that was, there was one of these that was in the list that you gave me. Uh, but Bismarck, North Dakota is looking at an ordinance that would require uh, vapor shops to carry a state-issued tobacco dealer's license. Mm -hmm. um, and I, it was one of those things where I, I remember hearing that, you know, in, in certain places, this is kind of a huge problem because a vapor shop isn't defined as a tobacco retailer at the state level so you have this you know city or municipal ordinance 
that's requiring people to go get a tobacco license, when they go, they say, yes, I'm selling electronic cigarettes and vapor products. And the people at the state office are like, well, we don't, we don't issue tobacco dealer licenses for those things because, you know, the state doesn't recognize you as a tobacco dealer. So there's sort of this, you know, weird miscommunication and so on. But fortunately for the folks of Bismarck, North Dakota, um, the state does define electronic cigarettes as tobacco. And so you should very easily be able to, a retailer's license is $15. The ease of getting uh, this license is sort of beside the point. The horse is out of the barn here. I mean, the state already recognizes, it's already essentially regulated e-cigarettes as tobacco. So there's not much argument there. Uh, unless you want to take it up at the state level. Um, and I, I don't think that North, North Dakota is not like California. They don't have, you know, the, the, a lot of the licensing laws that we see in, in California cities and counties is tied to this, you know, we're going to put a cap on the number of tobacco dealers in, uh, in a city. And so, you know, if you want to open up a vapor shop, you have to wait until somebody closes their tobacco whatever down in order right. to, to purchase one or, or apply for one um and they're just they're just it's that density thing uh you know where they just basically want to thin the herd and, and protect the children from mm -hmm. too many uh, tobacco sellers um and unfortunately in california that means well in everywhere basically any convenience store that sells cigarettes has to have a tobacco dealer's license and so when these ordinances pop up, basically they set it at the current number of licenses. So it's sort of a de facto, it's a de facto ban on new vapor shops opening up, um, which, you know, essentially hands the advantage to the people already selling cigarettes. Um, for those of you who already know this, I'm sorry for rehashing all of this, but uh, we some, occasionally get some new listeners that may not understand all of the other um, areas where you know these ordinances are troubling it's not we know we're not we, we give a lot of attention to to use bans and uh and taxes but uh there's certainly a lot more dimensions to this that that can seem uh they can kind of sneak up on everybody uh and it's actually a little bit difficult for us to effectively as consumers i think join in that conversation about licensing because that's, you know, the direct effect is on, on retailers. They're, they're the ones that bear the cost. It's just, you know, we have to worry about access. Um, so, it, it's, you know, we're not actually throwing dollar signs around as consumers. Um, but that's kind of my thoughts on why that's a little difficult for us to jump onto. So, anyway. Um, so, Bismarck, North Dakota, and there was another one in your list that was looking at that. Um, I think that was Ingham County. Yeah. Yeah, Ingham County, Michigan, which I believe is has part of Lansing in it. Did I get that right? I think maybe. I'm not up on geography, so. <laughs> I'm it's up on of... Google Maps, so that's, that's where I get my <laughs> geography lessons from. Um, it, it's harder to get stuff like that from DuckDuckGo, but I try. Yeah, so Ingham... Ingham County has, it looks like a huge chunk of Lansing, if not all of Lansing, Michigan in it. Okay. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, maybe that deserves some attention, of course. <sighs> so that's that. Um, the other thing, oh yeah, so I had some, I, I, yeah, I, I'm gonna <laughs> skip through all the nitty gritty details because all these are, we've got a handful of local stuff here that I am probably not going to get around to. Um, uh, I guess I could maybe rattle them off at least so people that live in, I don't know where Harrison is. There's no state tied to Might this, be but... Michigan. Okay. Har Harrison, Michigan was where my husband grew up. Okay. So if you live in Harrison, perhaps Michigan, um, <laughs> then uh, there's a, uh, your, your city council is uh, moving to uh, prohibit uh, vaping at the same places where smoking is banned. Um, and we mentioned Ingham County. If I'm saying that wrong, uh, you can try to correct that in type. Right. Um, and I think those were the two that you sent me. Uh, I got another local alert for Mariposa County, California. Um, I haven't read over this ordinance yet. Um, but it's California, so just assume the worst. Um, and I guess the other thing was, I haven't looked into this FTC thing all that much, um, but that was about marketing, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, and this actually, so the, the, the thing, and we've talked about this a couple of times, um, yeah, here's, here's the quote from Senator Durbin, uh, marketing tactics once used by big tobacco to entice children and teenagers into using their addictive product with fruit and candy flavors and glossy celebrity ads e-cigarette e makers are undeniably targeting young people um, I I know that Jeannie knows this I know that a lot of other people out there know this but I had to discover it for myself uh, this weekend I took straight propylene glycol and my nicotine liquid and I mixed it in the bottle and I started vaping it and it's delicious. It's, it's unflavored. It has a nice, mild, sweet taste to it. How is um, it sitting here lying like this, Alex? What's that? Why are you telling that terrible lie? He's <laughs> <Just> reading. <laughs> because I, 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 I really just, you know, it doesn't matter if I say it or if anybody else discovers it. Well, no, Jan, Jan, I was using sarcasm earlier, and Jan pointed out the fact that, you know, some people might not understand sarcasm. So I'm just passing along the knowledge that I was given earlier when, when I intended to use sarcasm. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's awful. I don't know how Dr. Farsalinos can stand it. It's awful. I actually like it. It's, uh. It's it's nice. I mean, it's not gonna. I don't. I don't know actually if it's going to. I, I've got. I just got some vegetable glycerin in today, and and I'm gonna try. You know that apparently that is advertised as actually having a nice sweetness to it. When it says right on the bottle, add it to your protein shakes for a nice sweet whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, you know, I think a lot of people actually know this or whatever. I, I just to me it it's it is actually a sweet flavor. Unless you're nobody out there vapes pure nicotine straight from the source, you know, it, it all comes diluted with propylene glycol or vegetable glycerin. Um, so it, it's, you know, there's no 
you know, the e-cigarette companies are not adding sweet flavors to this product to make it more appealing or to mask some bitter taste. That's just not how this works. The flavors are added because we like them. It's it's an interesting experience. It's it's an enjoyable experience for people who can taste things. Um, but you know, even if they were to come out and say absolutely positively no flavors, it's just propylene glycol and nicotine, I actually kind of well, even then they would have to, you know, understand that it is it has a sweet flavor to it. So um I guess well, you know the flavor really, that's why that's why um people that's how most animals get poisoned. Because um, the sweet taste of uh antifreeze. Yes. Right. And, yes. And that's what it's from is from the PG that's in it. Um, it has that. It has this sweetness that that draws them to it, and that's why they're drinking it. Um, I don't think that these these animals aren't walking by a puddle of water and going to antifreeze because they think, oh, hey, I'm going to poison myself. They're walking by the water and going to the antifreeze because they're like, oh, this smells really good. Right. And that's why they do it. Um, but well, they, yeah, they add. It, when I said earlier that it's awful and I'm not doing it, you have to understand where I'm coming from. Alex is such mm -hmm. an app DIYer. I am all about the flavor. Yeah. All about the flavor. No, I, I'm I'm just cutting my teeth on this now. I, I'm I'm getting interested in in you know extracts and getting into flavors, and I, I've just been slow to do it because I'm generally slow and focusing my attention on more more keyboard text-based things than uh, a chemistry set. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting to get started into this and it's exciting for me. But I just, I had to try the plane. <laughs> I just, I have a bottle, I made my own label with, you know, just this plane. Just as a side note, uh, Dave, all the, Dave Dorn. all our bottles should say plane. Yeah, Dave, just a note, Dave Dorn uh, does a lot of unflavored, but it's not fully unflavored. He does add a bit of ethyl maltol. Well, I mean, wasn't it, um... Oh, God. Um, who was it who used to do that? It was just VG, nicotine, and ethyl maltol. Um, one, one of the very first companies did that. I forget their name. But that was one of their flavors, and the other one of their flavors was, it was called Fresh. And it was just, it was like uh, VG, nicotine, and like a quarter of a menthol crystal. It was very light. Well, I mean, and Dr. Farsalinos does vape unflavored. Right. He's very vocal about that for a long time. Um, he has been vaping unflavored e-liquid for quite a while. Well, yeah, there's the, I mean, kind of the, that suspected risk that flavors... The, the, you know that the chemicals that make up the flavors might pose I think I, I, I feel like I've heard him talk about that as well that um, you know the, the flavoring ingredients could be could fall under avoidable risk category for him um, that makes sense but well, yeah. a lot of people flavor really strongly I mean I think I remembered wasn't it Kurt Kistler who said 10% or less should be as much as we flavor with as little as we knew about them. Mm. Well, I'm only asking because Jeannie talks to him more than I do. Well, and 
and that really kind of depends. And the reason I say that is there are some flavoring companies out there that dilute their flavoring so much so, Jan, that 15% of that flavoring is actually only going to have the same amount of flavoring molecules in it as 1% or 2% of another company. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a misnomer to stick that out there. Um, and when I asked Kurt about it, and I have an interview recorded on SoundCloud that I did with Kurt, where we were talking about exactly that. You know, mm-hmm. um, people have vaped 100% flavoring before. Yep. And, and Kurt said, have we had one single person be confirmed sick from flavoring ever? And the answer is no. No. No, but I mean, all of this, we are the guinea pigs. Yep. I'm, we're it, you know, especially people who've been doing it as long as Kevin, myself, and Julie. We're the one, if something's wrong, it's going to show up in us first. Just saying. You yeah. know, we're the people, if, if the government wanted to be accurate about this and if, if, anybody really wanted to be accurate about this, they would be studying us and what's happened to our health, but they don't seem to really take that into consideration. We are the perfect test group. Moral panic raises more grant dollars. So, um, you know, that's that's that. But yeah, I I guess bring it back to the more legislative slash regulatory discussion. Mm -hmm. Um, I just kind of think it's, you know, that absurd argument of masking the bitter taste of nicotine is is sort of a moot point i guess you know because the plane is is actually pretty nice as far as i'm concerned it doesn't Uh, really taste bad though depending on what kind of nicotine you get i've noticed some of it tastes a little bit peppery but it doesn't taste bad well that's yeah it should i mean i i i'm actually this isn't peppery enough for me so i need to maybe boost it up a little bit (laughs) maybe (laughs) It's, it's it's at 30 right now so um but uh, yeah, and then uh, so this segues into uh, a developing story that will probably be bursting onto the social medias uh, soon. Um, the uh, uh, FDA regulations mm-hmm. are at OMB OIRA, and uh, another organization is. I guess, slowly releasing whatever copy of it they have. Um, currently, I'm not going to give you the website. I'm not going to, I'm not going to promote anything. that's not CASA just because that's whatever. I don't, I don't blame you, but all you have to do is a web search. You can, you can find it now. Yeah. And so it's out there right now, as far as I know, the table of contents are up uh, and uh, people are slowly we're sort of currently at the mercy of these people's analysis of, of what they've read and what they think they've seen. Um, so we're not going to speak definitively on this, but um, I, I will say this ties into several things. First of all, I've seen a couple people talk about how they've spoken to retailers who don't even know that the FDA deeming regulations are a thing. Uh, you know, it was one thing to hear retailers be you know ask me at, at events like oh is, are we done did, did, did they did they tax did they tax it yet you know like that's <laughs> that's one thing at least that guy knows that there's something out there 
right. may not be aware of where we're at in the process, but at least he knows it exists. So there are people opening up vapor shops left and right, and they don't know what's coming. Um, yeah. This is the time right now. If nobody's done anything, this is the time you should be. If you go into your vapor shop and they don't have CASA materials or any advocacy materials, there's a conversation that needs to be had with that vendor. Because I know as a consumer, I would like these products to be around in some form that resembles the current market uh, in, in yeah. 10 years from now, 20, you know, 30, you know, down, way yeah. down the line. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so, you know, we have our call to action for supporting HR 2058, which every single vapor in America should be participating in. Right yep. now, I think we're at a, probably around 17,000 people have taken action. That's not, that's not nearly enough. You write that number out, if somebody gives you $17,000 in cash, that's a lot of money, but it's just not nearly enough people. There are millions of people using these products in this country alone and every one of them should be clicking and pointing their way to sending an email. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, the other thing that we haven't quite hammered out yet, this may or may not become a thing, but um, <clears throat> regardless, people should know, uh, there's some association of medical doctors. Uh, I, I, I have to dig up the link here if I'm going to pronounce their name correctly. Um, you, you sent us this link. Um, ASM, what an unfortunate acronym. Um, <laughs> the American Society of Addiction Medicine, which to me, just reading a, a few of their materials, sounds like the neo-prohibitionist movement or whatever. Um, it, they have organized, uh, using that term loosely, uh, they have their own call to action. They're encouraging people to call the White House tomorrow, October 27th, yep. and uh, urge the president to... Uh, kind of force funny. the FDA's hand? No, That's the exact kind of words are, ask President Obama to finalize regulations to give the to give the food and drug administration the authority to protect our kids so anyway this call to action was written by a third grader and <laughs> um and they just really don't know i mean maybe that's all that they need to do and, you know you have to write things on the sixth grade level really to get the most fourth. participation fourth fourth fourth, fourth grade yeah wow. yeah no, um, no, no i'm telling you just what i've i've read from like Cruising tobacco control websites, they talk about like how to recruit like lower level people. Nothing can be written above a fourth grade reading comprehension level. So, well, this is it. Um, so uh, the, what was sort of kicked around was that we should uh, probably get together some counter uh, action. And on Wednesday, everybody <laughs> should call the White House and tell them uh, to, um, not let the FDA destroy <laughs> the e-cigarette market and take away our access to these products right. and that um, the president should uh, probably demonstrate some leadership and uh, <laughs> express support for changing the grandfather date to a more 
reasonable time, like when the deeming regulations are finalized, which is right. what HR 2058 would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, tell your story to the um, lovely White House phone person that, that happens to catch your call uh, and tell them how these products have benefited you if they have, in fact, benefited you. Um, and the number for the White House is area code 202 456 one 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 again that number is two zero two four five six one 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 uh call call wednesday october 28th while supplies last and let the white house know that vaping is uh and been incredibly beneficial to you and millions of other americans who vote and pay taxes and don't want to see these products taken off the shelves amen <laughs> amen <laughs> I think there's your call to action, Alex. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's that. And uh, anyway, so su- suffice to say, um, nobody beyond a, a small circle of people has seen what the deeming regulations currently look like. Um, I think it's safe to say, you know, Right now, we don't have what we want. I, I, there's some speculation about them being even worse, but you know, I'm only bringing that up because people should be motivated to take action. That's 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 where this goes. Well, um, we I can mean, hash I out. Right. I, I don't know how you could not be motivated. Within two years, they aim to end us. That's as it's written now. They aim to end us and leave us with sigalikes. How are you not motivated by that? If that. Yeah, exactly. If, if, if that. we get that. So, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's happening. This is real. <laughs> the vapor- yeah, I had, I had the sunnier, I had the sunnier version of that, Alex, than you. <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> and I am the constant optimist. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and the optimist is is getting all doom and gloom. <laughs> yeah, stuff's starting to become really real. So um, now now is the time. And if people don't have Casa stuff up in their shops, they don't have to buy a Casa um, store kit. We have links where vape shops can print all the Casa material they would like to post in their shops, and it will cost them nothing but the cost of paper and ink so they don't have to give us anything but they need to know vapors need to know someone is fighting for them without us i don't know what happens next yeah yeah so we're not going to end this on a cheery note other than to say that uh please participate in the hr 2058 call to action pester the white house on wednesday that'll be fun yeah. We can call uh, it Tester the White House Day. No, I'm, we no. can't really. <laughs> we can't um, really. Some um, appeal for harm reduction reason or something. Um, those, are, those are big words, though. <clears throat> I don't know if fourth graders understand that. Um, and uh, Our are smarter than that. We hope so. And, um, of course, please uh, submit your testimonial. I, I'm taking your thunder, Jan, by the way. Cause please. I, I, I just dropped all the doom and gloom, so I might as well That's give people something good. cheerful to do. Um, <clears throat> if you want to feel better about life and all of these horrible regulations that are coming down, just take a few minutes and uh, give us a paragraph or two about 
how vaping has improved your life or not, um, or smokeless tobacco. Either way, those are great tobacco harm reduction stories that we would like to add to our collection. Um, at uh, kasad.org forward slash testimonials or uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash T-H-R testimonials uh, and uh, give us your story. Yes. Yes. Um, and that is it for this week if we didn't make you really sad. Um, please... <laughs> Um, please join us at kasa.org if you have not already done so, so that we can help you help yourselves to protect vaping as we know it. Um, join us on Facebook at the We Are Kasa group for just general chit chat or the official Kasa group page. Um, we Are Kasa Media on YouTube. We Are Kasa Media on Twitter. We Are Kasa Media on Instagram. Come check us out there. Um, and come say hi to us. We really want to talk to you. Have a good night. Thank you for everything you do for us, Alex. See you next week. Thanks.